everyone. Welcome to Heady Girl Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's what all ease. And in this episode, we're talking about going with your flow. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> going with your flow. Not to be confused with going with the flow. Jennifer, what's the difference? Well, I'm glad you asked. Insert your name here. (laughs) Going with the flow is about being adaptable, flexible, not tied to a specific outcome. Going with the flow is good. Actually, when I worked with kids with disabilities, that was one of the symptoms of many of the disabilities so rigid with their routine and their expectations that any changes to their day would feel like total chaos. Imagine the day we had when it snowed so bad, all the buses came late to pick up the kids after school. It was tough. But on the other hand, going with the flow all the time, every time, can also be unhealthy on the other end of the extreme. There was this one guy We were on our first date and I think we were talking about dating in general or maybe he had asked if I would see him again, something like that. And to give myself more time to come up with an answer, but also to decide, did I want to see him again? I responded with, I'm just going with the flow at the moment. You know, that man looked at me and said, only dead fishes go with the flow. (laughs) I busted out laughing. I know. Or I think salmon do swim upstream. So they swim against the flow. So he had a point. I mean, that's a good one. And I did go out with him one more time because of that. Well, maybe not because of that, but it helped. But the point he was making here was only going with the flow has no intention involved. No direction. No north star to follow, so to speak. So going with the flow is good, but when it's a balance of flexibility, it's best. But back to my point, this episode is not about going with the flow, but rather going with your flow. One of my favorite psychology concepts is called the flow state or being in the zone. It's by a psychologist. Now, let me see if I can say his name correct. Psychologist Mihai Chiksen Mihai. It's a really long name, but I'll write it out in the show notes if you're interested in reading more about it. Anyways, this concept of flow state is about a person being in a mental state where they are involved in an activity that brings such energy and enjoyment that they become fully involved or invested in it. Maybe sometimes losing track of time, they're so into it. It's also enjoying the challenges that come with that thing that you're doing. Think of if you love math or actually, I'm going to go with the example if you love Excel spreadsheets. (laughs) I have a friend who listens to this podcast. Hey, girl. And she's a data person. So she's more familiar with Excel than I ever desire to be. Let's say organizing data puts her in a flow state, right? So involved, enjoys it, 
fully invested and maybe lose track of time when she's working in it. But yesterday, let's say there was something she could not get right. I don't know, the Excel sheet wasn't doing what she knew it could do. Even though it was a challenge, working on it, it was a good challenge, an enjoyable one that she might have worked on for a few hours trying to figure it out. But it put her in the zone to tap into her skills and her interests. There may be more to the flow definition, but we're going with this one because it's how I first learned about it that made me interested to learn more. See, that's my flow state. I get energized by looking up things that interest me. (laughs) It's why Pinterest is one of my favorite apps and why I have too many pins to remember them all. It's actually a problem. But I lose track of time reading about the things that pique my interest. I also notice I find myself in flow when I'm organizing what I find or just things in general. I organize drawers. I organize things in my car, my notebooks, my folders on my computer, on my phone. Like I have so many folders in my photos app. It's a little ridiculous at this point but I love organizing. It's also probably why I enjoyed couponing for a while. Organizing all the coupons, yes, tedious, but also my favorite thing. I also love planning activities, brainstorming and strategizing for ways to help people reflect and engage with content. To the point, I don't even care if it actually happens. The event of people actually doing the activities, I was so happy planning it, that's enough for me. Again, this is my flow. Everything I said can make you want to fight me if I ask you to do it with me. But you should try it. Not the Pinterest researching, organizing, or planning stuff. Unless that's your flow too. But just observing yourself or reflecting back. What is it that you're doing when you lose track of time because you're fully involved in it? And how do you feel? Because that's key. You might be fully involved, but you're stressed because you're only doing this activity for a work deadline. That's not flow. I'm saying work or personal, what are you doing that gives you energy and joy when you do it? Someone had to remind you to eat because you were in the zone. Warning though. Once you notice your flow, it becomes your responsibility to decide what to do with that information. That's what I've learned. What I mean is you will be intentional about creating more moments to have flow in your life or you won't be intentional about creating those moments, right? Dead fish go with the flow is having no intention. I have a book on flow. And one lesson I took from it is creating a life that allows for more flow. I heard once that burnout is not about being stressed, but about getting further and further away from the thing that makes you come alive, that makes you feel purposeful, or like you're contributing to something important to you. And I truly believe it. Yeah, stress is stress. But burnout is disengagement discouragement, lack of possibility, and even eventually depression. 
this is all great, but Jennifer, where did this thought come from? (laughs) Well, two things happened this week that reminded me of the importance of finding your flow and creating more moments for flow in your life. One, yesterday, I got this amazing email from a stranger. So I used to be a corporate trainer going around the state giving presentations. It was my favorite part of my job. Again, I love getting information and researching and organizing it and then planning activities or experiences for people to get it. So training lets me do that. The email was from a former participant in one of my trainings who was trying to look me up in the system. They wanted me to come to their current team to do another training, but I no longer work there, so I'm no longer in the system. When they couldn't find me in the database, they searched me online and found my website and this podcast and wrote me a note through my website. The email started with, quote, you don't know it, but me and my coworker are secret big fans of yours, end quote. (laughs) What? And after some overwhelmingly kind words, the email ended with, quote, Know that there are people who both appreciate and celebrate you, even though we don't know each other. End quote. What? Like, for real? I think I cried. Did I cry? Yeah, I think I cried. (laughs) When you're doing the thing that puts you in flow, however big or small, for yourself or for others, people will see it. Even if you don't realize it people will see it. And what a gift if they not only see it, but they are positively impacted by it in some small way too. Thank you, JC. That's the person who wrote the email. This world needs more people like you. You and your coworker, actually. Giving people their flowers, even if you don't know them. And the other thing that happened this week to remind me of the importance of being in flow is... I started my adjunct faculty position at a local community college. Yay! (laughs) Again, I have taught in classrooms as a teacher before, and I trained adults and college students for a long time now. So it isn't necessarily this new and exciting thing in itself, but the title of adjunct is. And it's a reminder of one of the reasons why I left to redesign my life. I realized some time ago, I didn't leave jobs because I didn't like them. Contrary, I've loved all the work I've done. Other things that come with work, not so much. But I left each one because I learned more about my flow and what added to my flow and what took away from my flow. And I wanted to get to a place next that incorporated more of it. Like I said, warning. Once you know your flow, it's up to you to be responsible for how much of your flow you have in your life. So until it got to the point I wanted to talk about what I wanted to talk about, I realized is my flow. (laughs) I wanted to read about what I wanted to read about. I wanted to engage with what I wanted to engage with. That's part of my flow. I'm not a good teacher or trainer because I just like training in front of groups of people. No. For me, 
I have to be passionate about what I'm talking about. Otherwise, my introversion kicks in. And you can find me in the back row, just observing. I know my purpose in life is to be a teacher. Not necessarily a classroom teacher, but someone who learns about something they're interested in, strategizes, organizes, and plans how to share it so they, being other people, can reflect and maybe find it interesting too. I mean, even this podcast is that. At one of my jobs, a couple people said that I should do a TED Talk. And it's been added to my goals list ever since. In the job before that, I used to train teachers. And after my first training, which I was deathly nervous before and during, one of the teachers told me he used to be a professor in his home country, and he thinks I would be great at it. After that day, every time he walked by me, he would say, hey, teacher. I also think he forgot my name, but that's okay. I still loved it. I actually wrote it on a sticky note and have it somewhere. It's to remind me of this goal, being professor, being teacher, being somebody who shares information, but also doing all that even when I'm deathly nervous, right? Because that's part of flow, enjoying the challenge of it as well, even when it's hard or when I'm nervous. See, people see me as a extrovert if they're watching me present or teach. No. I'm hella nervous. The energy that you're seeing is nervousness coming out, is my anxiety coming out, and it's manifesting into somebody who's walking around like they know what they're doing. And even my flow is still flow when I'm embarrassed. Side story, I was teaching my first class the other day, and I fell on the floor right in front of the entire class. So yes, Embarrassment is still a part of flow, but it's my flow. I will always find myself coming back to these things, to these activities. When I was telling my friend about my first day, I could feel the energy beaming off of me. I was so, I was such in a flow state. So I couldn't wait till September because I knew this was coming up. Well, I've only known about it for a month, but still. I love September. It's my favorite month of the year. I love sweatshirt weather. I love the leaves falling. I love back to school supplies. And really, September is like my January, meaning starting fresh, like a new year, I guess. Taking the time to decide what does this next season look like for me? It's the beginning of the end of the year. How about you? What's your September looking like? Do you know what puts you in a flow state? Are you feeling burnt out? And if so, do you need to spend some time intentionally reflecting on what you need to do more of or what you need to do less of? (laughs) What puts you in the zone? What puts you in flow? So yeah, that's what I wish I knew earlier. Be a live fish. Find your flow, not the flow. And hopefully, now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our episode today. Thanks so much for listening in. Be sure to follow, and if you haven't already, find me on Instagram at Pod. 
to say hi, send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time, I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye!